0: If your friends haven't told you, McDonald's Spicy Chicken
1: McNuggets are back. The ones made with
0: spicy tempura and aged cayenne. But before you go telling friends, make sure you get them
2: first. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. For a limited time at participating McDonald's.
3: It's a new year, which means new reasons to stop by QT, like drinks to wash out the taste of last year. I need more. And fresh snackles worth breaking a resolution. Pizza has tomatoes, so technically, it's a salad. Want to binge a new show? We've got plenty to snack along with it, like our new cheesy mac and cheese.
2: Wow, it's like my wife's, but even cheddar up top. This is the time for
3: new beginnings, and it starts at Quick Trip. QT, more than a gas station. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode forty five of Kaiju Curry House the weekly show that gives you a healthy dose of kaiju goodness every single Monday. My name is Paul Williams, and today I'm joined by our regular hosts, Joe and Alex, alongside returning guest, Tim Bean, who's a talent agent at Japan's Legends. Hello, gentlemen. How are we all today?
4: Fine. Splendid. Doing great. Let's talk about some giant lobster stuff.
1: Oh, I love lobster. (laughs) Lobster. So I cannot wait to get into the juicy details of *Evra: Horror of the Deep, a.k.a. Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster. Do we want to... actually, no, before we even talk about the film, we have to ask the question. How could we forget that? I was getting so excited about Lobster then. You fool. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with Alex. What have Kaiju been up to?
0: Well, Papa Paul... I'm loving these Zoom names that you've got. <laughs> um well it was it was my birthday on Thursday, and I'm um blessed with great friends and family because I've been gifted some very nice things. My dear friend Sonia sent over the original trilogy of the June books because I've never read Dune, so I'm quite excited to get my teeth into that. I understand there's a large sandworm in that somewhere, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm, a, I'm a total novice to Dune. I received quite a few Godzilla magic cards uh, in from various people at various points, and my girlfriend, Julia, got me a, a steelbook copy of The Mist. So I'm very, very oh. pleased with that. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of The Mist. So it's, it's been kaiju themed, lots of goodies. And I settled down to watch quite a few movies over the last couple of days, including the movie that we're going to be discussing tonight. So it's been excellent. I'm going to ask our guest. Tim, what have kaiju been up to?
3: Well, as I was saying before, I've been kind of forced into the mask-making business. Um, I was trying to sell some Godzilla fabric so people could do, do it themselves. Nobody wanted to do it themselves. Everybody wanted masks <laughs> made for them. So my mother-in-law and I have been m- making masks and selling them. Good on you. You're keeping people healthy. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping Good on people healthy. for buying them. <laughs> Thank you for doing that.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. I just had a guy say, "I can't have my money. I can't have money till Thursday. I'll pay you double if you hold one for me, because they've been typically selling out in twenty-four hour period." So I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that. Sure." Yeah, sweet. Well, happy,
0: happy days. <laughs> yes. Um, Tim asked the question to either Joe
3: or to Paul. Oh, guys, you've been up to.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry. Slight technical issue there.
4: <laughs> you were thinking about lobster. Don't even lie. I've put Paul on the spot.
1: Oh no. Yeah, I've got a plate of lobster <laughs> down here. Okay. Uh, so, I can't remember who posted in the group. It might have been Joe or Alex. There was that Rebore Godzilla, Shin Godzilla embryo uh, encased in glass that looks really, really sweet. Okay, that must be... Yeah, that was Joe. Uh, there's still... I haven't seen any release date. I'm keeping my eye open. But that looks very cool. Very cool. Um, so excited for that. And also, it was Father's Day, where I was gifted with some Kaiju goodies. So I've got a T-shirt now that says, Dadzilla, Father of the Monsters. Yeah, that's great dad joke. And my wife and eldest son were kind enough to bake me shortbread in the shape of Godzilla. So nice. they've actually gone and got some, like, um, yeah, cookie cutters in the shape of Godzilla and they made me shortbread, which was very, very nice. So, yeah, good, good kaiju. And obviously I also watched the, the lobster film, so
3: it's been a good kaiju week. Um, father's Day, my family lost, left the state. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I was by myself on Father's Day. Aww.
1: Aww. <laughs> yeah. Sad I don't face. know whether
3: that was a gift or not, but... Oh. I'm desperately
0: scrolling through to find this Shin Godzilla embryo, but I I can't see it.
4: It's there somewhere. It's on uh, Rebor's Instagram, if you want to look at that. They post a lot of stuff on. So Rebor uh, makes a lot of amazing figures, um, as we've talked about previously on the show, and you will find them on Facebook and Instagram. Those are their two main avenues for posting. And yeah, they have a Shin Godzilla firstborn embryo encased in glass. They do it, I don't know if it's under their Rebore oddities line, but other examples of Rebor's oddities would be an embryonic Tyrannosaurus Rex, a Lost World Consopnathus uh, encased and dissected. And, you know, it's just kind of like fun, interesting stuff, but they usually do it one-one scale. So it's kind of fun in that sense. But yeah, good stuff yeah, from Rebore. Very cool. So, um,
1: Joe, what kind of you been up to?
4: I'm glad you asked, Paul, because today, today, and I am stoked for this, I won an auction on eBay. I don't normally mm-hmm. get stuff on eBay, but uh, we had John Walsh on uh, quite a few episodes back now, but he um, got us on that book, the uh, films of Ray Harry Howes and the Lost Films, and the one that the Ray and Diana Harryhausen Foundation had put out before was The Art of Ray Harryhausen. That book is like hen's tea. I have been looking for a good deal on that book. So up it popped on eBay and it was about the cost that you normally can find the book. However, this was a signed copy. Hey, ooh. And it was signed to Steve. <laughs> hey steve <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like i'm changing my about obviously but mm. the thing is is like i would have paid that much anyways but the fact the novelty is that it is actually signed by ray harry House, and i was like i'll go for it so i Absolutely. want it i'm getting it i will have to let you guys know how it is because it looks fantastic and obviously ray was a fantastic artist but there we go nice. that is what i have been up to
0: excellent well i think it's time to dive into our film isn't it Oh, yes. Let's dive deep into the ocean. Have you seen the various names that this film had?
1: Well, I saw, obviously, I know it's Evera Horror of the Deep and Godzilla vs. Uh, the Sea Monster. but wasn't there another one, I, I saw it on Wikipedia, and that was Godzilla, Evera, Mothra, Big Jewel in the South Seas,
3: which is a bit that's, of a mouthful.
4: That's, that's good. That's, really, that's, that's good. No
3: Japanese, because the Japanese love to have about a 12-sentence-long <laughs> title. <laughs>
0: It's not bad, but it, it's it's not as good as Operation Robinson Crusoe, King, oh, King Kong yeah, versus Everett. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was most taken with that. I think that more films should be called Operation Robinson Crusoe. <laughs>
4: this film was supposed to have Kong in it, though, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah, it was indeed.
0: Yeah. Um, and oh, well, we got Godzilla. Eg- exactly that. Shall I give the actual story as to why Kong isn't in that? You Go on, then. let's okay. hear it. So, originally starring King Kong, said Godzilla, which explains why the film draws strength from, ele- uh, sorry, why Godzilla draws strength from electricity and exhibits a short, a sort of, ex- of attraction to the female protagonist, supposedly. And um, there are traits kind of associated with King Kong. However, Um, Rankin Bass Productions who provided the license for Kong to Toho they felt that it didn't quite kind of fit the vibe of King Kong and they were like you know what we're not going to give you a King Kong movie and that's why the following year Toho were adamant that they were going to do King Kong Escapes so basically you've got a Godzilla that kind of has a couple of similarities with King Kong namely sort of the femme fatale that he goes for
4: i'm curious what kind away. of dialogue yeah what's the dialogue between godzilla and this girl i don't think that they, they would have met any other way i mean it mm. seems like doomed to failure on that front yeah
0: and actually i say femme fatale she's not not she's damsel in distress if that's a better term for her
4: dio has like an awesome sword and she comes through so much in this movie she is not a damsel in distress come on now it's the pointy waggy finger of doom right there at you <laughs> alex I feel,
3: I feel no, I think out. i think she comes off as the smartest one of the group she yes. does
4: <laughs> she's the only one that has like a clue or like a shred of common sense in all
3: of this i mean they're like they're all you know she's the one who picks up the wire when they're all like what are you getting that for
4: <laughs> what's the what's the name of the fella that enters the dancing competition to get a boat to find his brother oh
1: god um that well, seems amazing name. Isn't it just? um it's so I know The way they
4: start out and they're just dancing along. Oh. But okay, so you think the guy that like is willing to like steal a boat to find his brother and not, you think he's nuts. And then like, his brother shows up and you're like, wait a second. Oh. You mean to tell me that your younger brother isn't like the clever... What? <laughs> The whole family was a bit off. but See, um, I was
0: thinking about our earlier episode, Joe, when you said that in uh, Matango, the characters are very well acted and there's not kind of a, d- a duff one amongst them. The characters are very kind of well padded. You're looking at me uh, worried, Joe. Um, I don't However, in Ibira, I don't know. The characters so the, are not great.
4: So basically, we have a guy who steals a boat, who, is, who a thief was already planning to
3: steal yeah, to the yeah.
4: point where he's actually <laughs> on the boat. And they steal the boat with the thief on board. So like, how meta is that? But the thief, the thief is like the other, like between Guyo and the thief, those two are like the solid people. And yes. he can, and like his skeleton key, let me tell you, the number of oh, times- That a great key that, that you picture. made. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: But, I mean, what about the poor people? So, so he went to a dancing competition to win a yacht, didn't he? To rescue yes. his brother, who a psychic says is still alive after a accident at sea. Bad,
4: bad stroke. Yes. 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 There we
1: go. Yeah. Okay. So he gets the gets to the dance party on its third day. Too. I late. mean, this is
4: kind of a stretch, really. I mean, like <laughs> dance competition on the oh, word yeah. of a psychic.
0: <laughs> and that but music when they're on the dance floor. Oh,
1: oh, so good, isn't it? Right. I well, think it's so to.
4: We have we kind of digressed here. So, what is this movie actually about now, Tim? You know, the watching film it at well.
0: the start, I have no idea because Go- yeah. Tim, tell our listeners what the <laughs> film about.
3: Well, I was going to say that uh, the 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 fact that it was changed from Kong to Godzilla explains why Godzilla's spending half the movie sleeping off the red berry juice. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, uh, yeah, basically, yeah. The guy's trying to find his brother, and they end up shipwrecked on an island with the red bamboo that's enslaving the the natives.
4: Who are the red bamboo, by the way?
3: Hmm? Who are the red bamboo? They're, well, they're kind of the bad guys, but I guess.
4: Uh. Has anybody yeah, here seen chitty chitty, chitty chitty Bang Bang? Yes. You know Non-natives. when Dick Van Dyke sings the old bamboo? <laughs> That's <laughs> just going through my head right now. <laughs> Watch shitty shitty Bang Bang, folks. It's better than this movie. <laughs> like you
2: said,
3: <laughs> on the word of a psychic, he steals, a, tries to get into a, a dance thing, just get a boat, doesn't get it, steals the boat. So obviously, rational thought is not going on a whole lot here. Nope. No, no,
1: I wouldn't think so. And those poor guys that were just wanted, just wanting to dance and win a boat, they've now got. Well they they've basically been kidnapped because they just decided yes. to sleep on a boat with a stranger. And yes. then when they woke up with a toy um, man. they're then um, yeah, out at sea. Poor and guys. that bloke with the eye patch. I love him. It's so oh. James Bond, isn't it? It's yeah, a, but secret, like a secret secret base oh, on pa- the exotic pa- island pat- a and he's pat- got a eye, eye
0: patch with a sort of dragon it. on it and it's a look, isn't it? it, it's, it, it is it's a look. It's a
4: bold <laughs> look. We have no like mediocre villains that Toho's willing to throw at us. They no. are all over the top. And it is awesome.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's on my Criterion collection, uh, and sorry, it's, it's in my Criterion collection, and on the discs, the one that Abira Horror the Deep is on comes along with Destroy All Monsters and Son of Godzilla. And of those three, Abira is notably weaker than the other two. Because Son of Godzilla, whilst it's a bit kind of, silly. It's got a real charm to it. I have a lot of time for Son of Godzilla. I think it's got a nice message. I think the dynamic between Godzilla and his son is quite cute. And I think that the Kamakuras look great. Uh, Kamonga looks amazing. And then Ibira. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you guys think of this film?
1: I would
4: go... I really... Think, oh, God, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, my, okay, my first exposure to Ibira or Ebera. Uh, how do you pronounce it? The sea monster for me was I bought a VHS triple pack from Forbidden Planet way back when. And it came with Invasion of the Astro Monsters, Destroyer Monsters and this film. So watching this out of those three, it was considerably weaker and I probably watched it the once. And that was it until last week. So it's always been in my head of got us a bad film. Yeah, but it's on my Criterion collection, so let's give it a go. And yeah. to be fair, I actually enjoyed it more now than I think. I think young Paul must have just been like, yeah, this is just stupid. Because the, the, the title character's not really that much of a menace. With, with the title being of the D, I expected, no, not Embers, to make the series, but t- to, to be Thread. more of a terror. And, it, you know, he just I mean, smashes a boat. The most, the most threat
0: that he is is when he kind of uh, kebab skewers those two guys. Yeah. That, that was quite cool, that part. <laughs> I like that. And when he wallops the ship. But other than that, he plays table tennis for a bit. Oh, with Godzilla! Right. Apparently, oh. apparently,
3: he's terror of the deep, but once he comes to the surface, he's not nearly as terrorizing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm he's, sure yeah. he's quite terrorizing down below. The sharks must be terrified. But, but um... Ebira Inconvenience of the Seas doesn't have the same. Name, so <laughs> it oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, well, actually, you no. Know, you're bringing up the the fight where they start off tossing rocks, then they have a bit of a tumble underwater, don't they? Yes. Is. Which I yes. think is that the only time we see Godzilla fight underwater.
3: Uh, he, uh, it, back at the,
1: there's got to the be a point when doesn't yeah. I, th- I was watching, I thinking know think, oh, hang on this is quite interesting I no that's the a...
4: only underwater shower battle with Godzilla that I can think of too I mean like yeah. the one that they show in Godzilla's Revenge is stock footage of that mm.
3: until okay. you get to uh, Godzilla versus Mother 92 where he fights better underwater but
0: uh... see I was wondering if in Biolante, yeah. does he get pulled underwater by the vines at all
4: you see him swimming underwater, but that's mm. a yeah. yeah, that's because he obviously
1: he does go he lives or hides underwater quite often. So it'd be it's strange we haven't seen more battle. I'm guessing that's a technical thing that we didn't see more fighting underwater because it must be hard to film that.
0: I guess so because in Ibira, when he does go underwater, it just seems like. There's like film. a fish
1: tank in front of it, isn't there? And, and he's behind it. Yeah, yeah. He's not really underwater, is he? Or is he? I don't know. Uh,
0: it's no creature from the black lagoon. Put it that way, you know. No. In terms of underwater <laughs> filming, you know.
4: <laughs> but um yeah, it is. It is fun, though. It's a fun old movie. <laughs> it is fun.
1: I'll get. Yeah, I'll give it that. It is over I- the top. The soundtrack is quite. Oh, it's groovy. Um, out there, it's
4: it is psychedelic. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> That's like all bass guitar, isn't it?
0: (laughs) So I need to preface this with, this isn't my joke, but in the Mystery Science Theatre 3000 um, version of it, it opens with that dance sequence. And the music, which sounds a bit like... And then they go Batman every so often. And when I heard it again, it was like, yes, that definitely does sound like 60s Batman. The dance moves it. Absolutely insane. And the soundtrack doesn't get any better. It just, any sense of suspense when Abira kind of comes from the waters, you hear ding. It's like, oh, it's, it, I don't know, it's, it's a hideous soundtrack. But then the suit's a lot better than Son of Godzilla. It's a much nicer suit.
4: Wow, well, I mean, he doesn't have the ginormous God size, said. does he? <laughs> he doesn't have the ginormous eyes. I have a lot of time for Son of Godzilla, too. I think it was great right up until we get to the Son of Godzilla part. But, you know, you know, you know that's just me. Yeah. I like the date. I think that, that movie could have been amazing if we just went on. The, I mean, you didn't even need Godzilla in it. It's like, what, you mean to tell me that they're like buffalo-sized praying mantis like lurking in the jungle while they're conducting their weather experiments? I mean, like, that could have been a horror movie on its own. That was cool. But no, we've irradiated them, made them ginormous, and then Godzilla comes in. You ever seen a praying mantis go after stuff? Oh, those things are, like, wicked. They'll eat lizards and things. But, you know, we're just going to turn this into a cute film. But it would have been really cool. Like, the guy, like, parachutes in, and he has no idea what it's about. And then you could have had, like, the veterans that have been here for a long time. It's like, oh, you – you shouldn't have done that. Like, we can't get you off this island anymore. Like, we're stuck here. Like, why? It's like, you'll see soon enough. And like, every attempt <laughs> to like, get them is like, the Kamakra is and stuff. So, uh, I'm open, shoot me an email. But, uh, yeah. Tragically, tragically, we didn't get that with the lobster. You know what I think would have made Ebra better? Is if, like, he had had, like, a guest bit in Godzilla versus Gigan. Only, like, when he's talking, he does it in a Bostonian accent. Anybody? Well, my sort of that, or Bostonians just, just... eat a lot of lobster. That was the gag, but apparently right, okay. it fell off. Oh no, fears.
1: that's completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. again, you're, you're
0: alienating <laughs> two thirds of your hosts. You know, with your um, Tim. Did you get that?
3: What was that? I was going to say. I I had a Bostonian accent. Would it not be oh, yes, better? Oh, yes. I, yes. Oh, I was actually, that was flashing back to uh, when uh, Nakajima and Takarata play, appeared at uh, Anime Boston. And uh, they took, them, took everybody out for seafood the first night. And so there's a picture of, of huh. Nakajima busting open that lobster <laughs> and just getting ready to dig right into it. And that floated around Facebook for a while.
0: Oh wow! You've just legitimized Joe's really, really wacky joke there with a cool yes. story. <laughs> and good effort, and now it's time for our first break, guys. Thank you.
4: Recently, on the Heroes Podcast Network, Echo Station. Well, what's the main? Think... What's the main planet that Indor? The forest moon of Indor. It's a moon. So it's there's a major planet, obviously that it. Is the forest moon of Indor? Is Indor the actual planet then? See, th- isn't that confusing? <laughs> yeah. Is it? forest moon of the planet indoor or is it the forest moon called indoor screen heroes if the mcu gets that then i really think that space jam needs to be part of the dceu yes okay because <laughs> and then they have a big marvel versus dc crossover where the air bud takes on space jam
0: man we should write for these companies
4: that's what it comes it's air bud versus bugs bunny that's, that's what it's right. all come down to <laughs> one-on-one yes done all right <laughs> And then, like, at the end, it's Galactus versus LeBron James. And Squirrel Girl
0: wins. <laughs> Redshirts and runabouts. Something we've talked about before and other people have, but there's there's so much of real-life history involved with Star Trek. From Gene Roddenberry's days, his time in the military as, as on, on a bomber pilot, as a bomber crewman, you know, James Doohan serving. All these people and all these real-life events that have impacted things. That's very realistic
4: of Political and military leaders kind of resigning in protest at a decision they can't control. Subscribe today at HeroesPodcast.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Podcast Addict, and more.
0: Welcome back to the second part of this Kaiju Curry House episode. Myself, it's Alex, joined by Paul and Joe with our good friend, Mr. Tim Bean. How are we all doing, folks? Grand. Good. Good splendid okay going around the table we're now going to talk about our highs and lows of the film starting with myself i think that one of the strongest points of abira horror the deep is the set itself i think that the choice of kind of a pacific island looks wonderful it's got that exotic feel it pairs very nicely with some of godzilla as the two kind of Exotic shower movies, which I like. I think that the sets inside the supervillain's base kind of has that inside of a TARDIS look to it, which I like. There's, <laughs> there's lots of kind of gadgets and gizmos everywhere that someone thought, you know what, that needs to be flashing bright red, that one <laughs> needs to be flashing bright yellow. And it, it looks so garishly 60s. I think that looks wonderful. I think that the suit for Godzilla himself looks really tight. I'm very happy with the suit. I thought um, as far as generic generic shower Godzilla suit looks, um, it's pretty good. It's not quite um the sort of the highs of the 68 destroy all monsters suit for me, because that, that kind of carries on for a while and that was exceptional. But it's pretty decent. And other than that. I think that the film is very average, which is a shame to say. It's good fun. I watched it with two two friends, and we had a good giggle watching it, and it is entertaining. It's, it's worth a watch, but it's a 5 out of 10 for me. It's a very average experience. I think that it, it waffled on, didn't quite go anywhere, and I think that Abira was, to all intents and purposes, a fairly underutilised kaiju. Moving on, Paul.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm definitely on the same wavelength of view, I think, where it's really a, an average entry in the Godzilla franchise. The high, I think, for me, probably is the end battle between Ebra and Godzilla because it gets quite brutal. Um, he definitely he pulls off one pincer, doesn't he? And I think yeah. he bites off another or, or rips off a hole of another so you know everyone's just left a like with stumps by, by the end of this battle which is in is, complete is contrast to the rest of the film end of it. is it dead i don't no he doesn't die but he's no, definitely he off. mortally wounded i think i don't know how much longer he would he would last
3: he's um he took a kick in that's for They're sure on the ultraman dismemberment route
1: yeah, I wasn't expecting Dismemberment because the rest <laughs> of the film is so bright and like, as I said, that music sets a completely different tone to seeing a c- creature being dismembered. It, it's really like it, they couldn't decide what they wanted to do, but I did enjoy that battle. As we get mm. to see underwater fights, we get to see Dismemberment. It's, it's cool, cool battles. Uh, except for the other kaiju, which is like a weird bird. Is it a terror bird or something? The I giant
4: condor! Yeah, right. The giant condor! Oh it's what a giant mean? condor. It's self-explaining, Paul. I mean, that, like, what more do you need to know? It's a giant it condor. It's a yes. giant.
1: Okay, okay. I had no idea what it was because it just flaps around and you just see horrible cuts of it attacking oh. Godzilla's face. It's just oh, it's all over the place. And it grabs his tail and i i thought that was that was one of the worst Godzilla fights I've seen. It was whatever. It was <laughs> giant condor is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a giant condor called giant condor and it's in for a very short amount of time, but the <laughs> camera angles while it flaps and pecks at him in about you Paul, but I got motion sick watch. I was like,
4: oh <laughs> yeah. Giant Condor is Megalon's arch nemesis as a bird is to a cockroach obviously. This is why mm. Alex is not going for it. I mean like <laughs> this is the most underutilized kaiju of them all. I can think of a million good uses for Giant Condor. I mean it's as big as a battleship. It can have its own movie. Oh, it's we just it's a big. Luck. We just need to rechange the name. I mean, like we change it to Giant Contour, to maybe like Giant something else. Who knows? But you know, like,
1: well, maybe, maybe it could it's have, a, yeah, brilliant. Oh uh, well, I didn't. I didn't think it looked very claw. good. <laughs>
4: They've got it.
1: <laughs> I I don't I don't even quite know what the point of that bird was. What What did it serve a purpose? It just kind of flew on. Has it had a little scrap? And then... Just, it's it's hassle for Godzilla. Basically, for about it woke a min- everyone
4: minutes. up in the middle of the movie. That's what it did. <laughs> <laughs> even Godzilla was just seems like, what's going on
1: here? Uh, I love that Godzilla just takes a nap, and they were just waiting for it. Just wait for Godzilla to fall asleep. Yeah, and just everybody
4: off. took a nap during the middle of this movie, even Godzilla. <laughs> you
1: could <laughs> definitely watch.
0: You could definitely watch Son of Godzilla and this film and not feel like Godzilla is a force of nature and a villain or even remotely threatening. He's just sort of a bit of a deadbeat dad who wants a nap. You know, he's got almost like a 420 kind of student vibe about him. He just wants to sleep off a bit of a heavy session. He's lazy. He's very, very lazy. And then they have to jolt him with electricity to wake him
4: up. Speaking for like the work. dads that just want a nap, I mean, I feel like you're demonizing something that's just totally normal to most. Um, I'm the salty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> another another scene. I'm I'm hating on this film now. I, I didn't. I thought it was fun actually. But the um it the red fun bamboo fun. have um well, they've also got a secret secret military base and a ship that goes to the other island to capture the uh, natives. But they also have an air squadron, don't they? Yes. I don't know where they came from. But they are the worst pilots ever because they literally fly into Godzilla and they can't hit him at all with their guns. So they just seem to kamikaze into him. He he really needs to hire a better henchman because that red bamboo is very awful as an army. If I think I think the point is that it's it's not an awful film.
0: It's just fine. No. It's it's just Slap bang in the middle. If I was to kind of start ranking Godzilla films, I would probably put Ibira slap bang in the middle and then kind of base things better or worse. I could have like a sliding scale from Terror of Mecha Godzilla to Final Wars and be like, right, folks.
4: Whoa.
0: Ah, oh, uh, yeah.
4: I, I was going to ask you where this movie related in, in, with regards to Final Wars, but you've just answered my question. <laughs> Slap
0: bang in the middle of Final Wars and Terror of Mechagodzilla. And there are a lot of films in between all of those. Wow. But yeah, I think okay. Ibira is absolutely average for a shower.
1: It's, it's absolutely fine. There are some great things in it, there are some terrible things, but overall it balances out that it's an enjoyable film.
0: And it's not particularly frightening, so I could easily play it for my children. The only thing holding it back is the the version that I've got is subtitle only, so it's not got a dub, so I can't easily play it for my young children, which is why I've played Son of
1: Godzilla a lot more for them. Okay, that's fair enough. For me, this is a Tremors 4 of the, of the franchise this, this oh, is a legend, the legend begins Tremors 4 I had to throw it in there somewhere you
4: okay. know what I did you know what I did just the other day Paul I Tremors watch got, all I of them the Trevor, I got the Tremors complete collection nice all, yes. all six films and I watched Tremors 5 and I was just about I was going to message you Paul but I thought it might <laughs> be a little too salty it's like hey Paul I'm watching Tremors 5 I'm at the part where I'm wondering if I had to buy, had to buy this movie <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, actually, it's actually better than a lot of the other ones, Tremors Five, when they go to Africa.
1: It's good. It's, it's, I think it's a great film, Trevor's Five. Ah, Re-invig- really? Reinvigorated the franchise. Interesting it fact, in Resident Evil Five, they go to Africa.
0: Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <You're> go <going laughs> okay. to
4: <through the> <laughs> right? Joe. Right. Highs so, and lows. So, the strong point for me, I grew up with this movie, um, one of my as, a, as a man of the is, 60s well i gr- I grew up with this film this is like one of the three godzilla movies that i had it was this king Kong versus godzilla and terror mechagodzilla and then later on godzilla 1985 got added to the mix but when i was watching this movie i always really liked the part when uh the storm comes they wake godzilla and he just basically like comes out of the side of a mountain. He just bursts through the side of a mountain. I thought that was really cool because it's very atmospheric. It's raining. It's night. He is illuminated by the thunder. That is the only thing that you see of him. He's more of a silhouette. You uh, you mentioned earlier, Alex, he is not so much a force of nature, and I think in that scene, he very much was. But um, there were a few lows in this movie. The use of juice to keep Eber away, I feel was an interesting plot point. So the baddies, uh, they die because they're using bad juice. So what they've done is they've taken all the natives of Infant Island, which is where Mothra lives. They have forced them into this camp where they make this juice from the rind of, I will assume, a citric uh, fruit. And when they're coming in by boat, I don't know why they choose to come in by boat, because there is a giant sea monster right off their coast, but that's another plot point that we're just going to leave off to its own. Anyways, they're coming out of this boat, and they spray like this juice everywhere, and it keeps Eber away. Fair enough, says I. Now, the people at Infant Island, you know, the Infant Islanders, like they get riled up by by one of the – boat-stealing maniacs that are looking for this guy who may or may not be dead. Anyways, they get riled up by this guy. He's like, right, we're not going to use the rind anymore. We're going to give them a phony batch. We're just going to use the leaves, which are green. By contrast, the juice from the rind is bright yellow. And I would think a terrorist organization that can make nuclear weapons and has its own, like, Air Force they would have like a quality control guy like standing there not allowing this sort of thing, or at least like maybe a guard, and that always bothered me even when I was little because it's like where where's the guard in all of this, you know? Like
3: you're busy chasing the other ones around around the island.
4: Yeah, they have they have <laughs> all the air force all, all of their air force guys also doubled as guards, and when they attacked Godzilla, they all died. So that yep. makes a lot more sense. <laughs> we we have just we've just plugged that plot hole now, but uh, it I I do like the bit where Godzilla makes his initial appearance. I like the fact that he is asleep. I think that that's kind of like a really good set and a really good awakening. When it's it actually, I think a lot of Godzilla 1985's uh, electric wake up, you might say, when like the lightning hits his dorsal plates, it, ha- it owes a lot to Emperor of the Deep because you see a lot of it. And the theme of Godzilla waking up, that music—it's just kind of like a dull thudding. Like you, you feel like a bit of a, an adrenaline rush. Like you know something that bit something big and powerful and gigantic is waking up. It would be kind of like a Jack and the Beanstalk sort of theme, like when the giant comes into the room. Like you, you get that kind of vibe from the score when Godzilla is waking up. I think that was the strong point in this film. I think it was the highlight. You mentioned, Alex, that the suit is really good. I think the suit is fantastic. There's a lot to be underplayed here. That suit was used a lot in the water it was used quite quickly with a lot of jerky motions. Nakajima surely like had to be put through his paces in this film because they were meant for Kong. Kong has no tail. Um, the tail itself, I think, was a really great character in this film. Godzilla's tail, it always swishes back and forth. It has nice arches. Um, he's doing it particularly when he's picking up the boulders and throwing it back and forth in said volleyball match with Ebra, which is I don't know if that's necessarily a low or a high point of this film, but it's certainly entertaining. Um, But I think that that really adds a lot to it. The Ebra costume, it actually looks like a lobster. I think that was class. It was really good. At no point do you think that Ebra is a man in suit, which it is because it looks anatomically correct. I think Kamunga, Kamakros, Ebra. I think all the arthropod insect creatures that Toho did, they did a really good job with. So I'm gonna give kudos to that. Um it's funny you mention it, uh, just uh,
0: stopping there for a moment, Joe, because-
4: Oh, it's okay, I ramble.
0: Um, the um, the insectoid kaiju from that era, Komonga which I think is the strongest of those although they're all pretty good I had a look at Kumonga in Son of Godzilla and then I looked at that Kaiju in Final Wars and yes I know I attack it a lot but genuinely I was quite shocked by the fact that the 60s spider suit looked much much better now am I just unnecessarily hating on Final Wars? Can anyone remember <laughs> what the Final Wars Kumonga looks like?
4: I remember what the Final Wars Kamunga looks like. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I could think that it held its abdomen higher off the ground, which was cool, but Mm -hmm. the thing that about Kamunga that... The only thing about Kamunga that's ever bothered me, but I think it's a big part, is where are Kamunga's fangs? It's a huge spider. I think Mm -hmm. the one thing that you could do to make Kamunga legitimately creepy is have a big air twitching fangs. fangs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, It's the point in Final Wars when it shoots the web, and it, it just—it turns into a net. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just fires a net, as opposed to in *Son of Godzilla* when it just sort of shoots webby string. Which it kind pulls of a Mothra. Yeah, yeah, and like yes, but but it's the fact that it, you're talking about thirty-five years in difference, and the older suit looks, in my opinion, far better. But the Kamakura's, Kamonga and Ibira are all fantastic. Um, suits. The only reason why I wouldn't buy an Ibira from X Plus is because I'd have my family saying "Why have got a lobster on your shelf (laughs) and it'd be like oh well it's from a famous Godzilla movie
4: but it's a lobster. There is an X Plus and I think that that's part of its straw is it is so rare and so hard to find because Mm. nobody got it. Tim, Tim, you with the cape wonders. Yeah of course you do, of course you do. Can we see it?
3: Uh, Just a second. Go get it.
4: Tim is now taking off his headphones to go into his cave of wonders. This is literally a treasure trove of anything you could think of, Godzilla, Ultraman, etc. Every time we have mentioned a prop, an autograph, a figure, Tim has just like reached into the aether, pulled it down, and said, ah, you mean this one? So... True to form, we had challenged him, and now he is producing an Ebra or the uh Can hear him returning now. Or is he? What well, he's transforming? Or, or is he? <laughs> Trans- he is just <laughs> transforming. We asked him for a figure, folks. He's he's coming back in the full Ebra costume.
1: <laughs> you would just imagine. Oh,
4: you, yeah. You mean this? <laughs> it's- yeah. You know that would be, that I think it uh, it was Everett Alex. Do you remember that that he made the uh, yeah the ebra? So one of our Godzilla fans in the UK mm. Kaiju group, he uh, does a lot of really fantastic metal work. And what he did is he made Ebra's claw, and then I have to
3: apologize. Made... It's, it's buried behind all of Takarata's boxes. Get <laughs> get to it.
4: Okay, so what what do we think? Is this a tie? You know, we've challenged him to pull. You know, like the 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 awesome figures from the ether, but he has it, but it doesn't seem. Is this a tie? Is this a draw? We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Uh yeah. I think I, I think we I
1: think we can believe it. <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. believe. You. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so so Tim is now, you know, he's just like, he showed us, he's tilted his camera. It's like, yeah, it's behind there. So Amidst his library of figures, all of which are spectacular, <laughs> they're like just an enormous box, I'm sure, filled with more figures, right? Well, we all had a yes, 2010
0: yeah. Space Odyssey moment there because as he turned the camera, I just heard, My God, it's full of stars. And that is kind of your cave of wonders. Just it is beautiful.
3: <laughs> there, is, there are so many goodies. I, I, I well, I- One's uh, Kira Takarada's box of stuff. One's uh, Tetsuo Takarada's box of stuff. There's a, a giant uh, Earth Godzilla bo- in a box. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff over there.
4: A giant but, Earth Godzilla.
3: Yes. Is that the one from the anime? anime.
4: Yes, the an-
3: anime. Yes. It was through Bandai Premium. It's mm. it's it's it's.
4: I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah it's like the size of the it's like the size of the big Godzilla 2014 figure yeah that one there
2: we go
0: because Earth Godzilla is a funny one I know that when the deaf are real, and particularly the 30 centimeter Rick by X+ Plus of Earth Godzilla was released the one where the sunset is kind of shining on Earth Godzilla the amount of people who went absolutely nuts for that, kind of saying, yeah, right, do you like the anime? Joe? Me? No, Joe, actually, Joe, because Joe is looking smug that he's got a deaf or real Earth Godzilla. Yeah, do you like the anime?
4: I like the anime because there it was so different.
0: Yeah, exactly, which is what I thought you'd say because you've said previously that you like the fact they did something different. What I cannot abide by is the amount of people that would spend so long raving about how much they hated the anime and then would still go oh but I, but i'm gonna drop 350 pounds on a figure well but why why get a figure of a film or a series that you hate
4: i, 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 don't, I don't get it but there you go because you know? that godzilla could hands down be any version of king kong really could he could i have faith in that one so do i <laughs> okay they, I, was, yeah. I, was
3: fine. I was fine with the first two installments of the anime. They lost me on the third one.
1: Okay. Okay. How about, um, Horror, Horror of the Day? What did you think of that?
3: My son. <laughs> to <bring> back. <laughs> We're get back. Yay! You all kind of referenced one of my favorite parts. And that's, uh, Kumi Mizuno's a uh, huge stretch of bad luck as she's trying to or she's trapped by herself and she's trying to get away. you know she first tries to make herself really small, and you know Godzilla's overcome with desire, and apparently his response is to fall asleep uh, mm. so then she might be able to escape then out of the blue comes the giant condor wakes Godzilla up, kills the giant condor, okay does he kill it no. though
4: It's the giant condor, it could be invincible oh well. <laughs> It's. When he turns around and
0: just,
3: whoo, yeah, he after it. after it falls down smoking, I'm you know I'm I'm I was flashing. If back it had
4: it. fallen into the water and it had done one of those like foghorn lake, like, <laughs> that would have been great.
3: And then you know, then that's over with. So as soon as she, uh, as soon as that's over with, that's when the red bamboo. Air Force attacks. It's like, she can't catch a break.
4: She's having a really crap half hour, to be fair. I mean, like, it just doesn't get any better or worse.
3: I know. I'm like, um, I'm interested by the fact that uh, you you like uh, the the tropical thing Mm, with Son of Godzilla and Abra, since I know the reason they went that route is because it was cheaper sets than city sets. Okay, oh. well, yeah, so after... They're basically, they, they're working on lower budgets, so they went with, with lower production cost things. Well, um,
4: ho-
0: hopefully you've got some stories about that or just some kind of facts that you can drop on us, because we're about to take our second break, but I, I am curious to hear about that.
2: Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favourite foreign film, powder Donut. <clears throat>
3: Welcome back to episode 45 of Kaiju Curry House, part three.
0: Tim, I was asking you a little bit, just before we stopped for the break, or rather we were chatting about the exotic set, because you were saying that, funnily enough, that was to save money. So can you you elaborate on that?
3: How would that save money? Well, they didn't have to build cities. Okay. It's much cheaper to build hills and such, yeah, yeah and rocks and caves than it was to build actual models of cities and such. So there that, that was a state where state in the in the series where the budget was getting cut every every movie and they were just doing everything they could to save money. So that's why Godzilla's Revenge, Sonic Godzilla, Emperor of the Deep all take place on some tropical little island instead of big cities.
0: Right. Okay. So, in the same vein, stock footage is used to kind of fill up time, yes. but also save money. This was just another kind of film tactic as a result yes. of stretch budget. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I, I foolishly thought that maybe it was set on a tropical island. It's not, is it? No. <laughs> no. So, how does it feel, Tim, destroying my dreams? Like, and, you
3: know, <laughs> just, just asking. <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> I have more stories to destroy, to destroy. More dreams, but I keep them to myself. <laughs> you, I found. Uh, I found you know, getting too close to your heroes is a dangerous thing. <laughs> Most definitely, feet of clay can be an issue. Who's got some trivia
1: about this film? Anyone? I think I shot a right at the start of the episode with all the different titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. So, so this film was written with King Kong in mind. And did they literally just swap out the character? Was was anything else really changed? Did, it, it doesn't sound like it. Am I right there?
0: Uh, as I understand it, they've, they've just literally swapped out Kong for Godzilla last Ugh. minute. But then this Godzilla suit was the one that was previously used for Inversion of the Astro Monster. And during filming of Abira, the suit's head was loaned. Um, to Ultraman, which oh. was then used for the monster Jurass, which is effectively a Godzilla, but like with frills around its neck. Have I got that yes. right, everyone? Oh,
1: that
3: yes. one, no, yeah. do you know what
1: I oh, mean? Yeah, how do now? Yeah.
3: Yeah, the crew, the crew wanted to do a Godzilla versus Ultraman episode, so they, they did that.
0: Yeah. So, will they have done that to get around licensing? Is that how it works? Was it basically Godzilla but not Godzilla? Is that how they played it well they
3: they, they threw the frill on, so basically it wasn't Godzilla, but yeah. everybody knew it was godzilla so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like getting like Actually, a, a st- stick on long. a stick on mustache, isn't it? you know like mm-hmm. I, i'm I'm not really alex
3: you know I'm, has, has anybody watched the latest Ultraman on YouTube? No. But Honestly, See.
1: is there a new series or, or film yes. on, on um, YouTube then?
3: Yeah, Tsuburaya uh, is releasing uh, at each episode subtitled on on YouTube channel. Um, okay. Ultraman, Ultraman Z, the re- only reason I bring it up is because in the first episode there is a sequence where the monsters bat boulders back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So obviously that... That sequence made an impression on people.
0: Because my issue has always been with Ultraman that I've never known where to kind of source it because there's that much of it out there. There's there's like loads of series. I'm not sure where to begin. And also because I never got round to buying a a region-free DVD player. um, Sorry, guys. I I I need to kind of shout out for one. All of the Ultraman... Discs are in a different region, so I've not been able to kind of get anything because Ultraman didn't ever make it over to the UK, did it, Paul?
1: Uh, not that I know of. I don't. It's I don't remember ever. It's not it big really. over here, is it? Def, definitely not. No. I mean, apart from the Netflix, I'm uh, a, I'm a do show. know, yep. that's the word.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is your, is your uh, Criterion collection a different region than the American one, or is that the same? Blu-ray. A Godzilla series is that or yeah. in general? Got the Godzilla is
0: it? one, diff- different region. Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. I was going to say because Mill Creek in, in over here in the States is putting up a bunch of the Ultraman uh, stuff on Blu-ray. Mm.
0: that's worth knowing. Hmm. Um, do you have any cool stories about Abira Horror of the Deep, Tim, or anything from kind of the mid to late '60s era of Godzilla that our listeners might enjoy?
3: Like I said, it's it's for for Takarada, It's not his not the pinnacle of his, of his Godzilla career, so he doesn't speak about it much. Um, I know Nakajima would just go on and on and on and on and on about uh, how hard it was, much to the amusement of his counterparts.
0: <laughs> uh, Why was it hard? Because it was in uh, water.
3: Yeah, yeah. The waters. The water. The the infamous or famous uh, Toho pool was was difficult sequences to film so sure I mean and you're totally at the mercy of the crew you pretty much could drown pretty easily so mm. I didn't really think of that that's quite scary actually isn't it being underwater in a Godzilla well, God, uh, so Like like was... um, Godzilla's Revenge or Godzilla Raids Again Godzilla Raids Again um, I don't I know one of the stories with that is the uh, guy who played An- uh, Angurus, uh fell into the moat in the castle and he did nearly drown oh, in the filming oh, of that movie, wow. because you're you're pretty you're pretty. especially that thing that thing. I mean, it's heavy enough as it is. It's such sucking up water. It's you're in trouble it, fast. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I was I was reading online actually about because I was curious about the underwater scene, and it did say that although um, some of the scenes we saw, saw were filmed through a fish tank effectively to do make it look like it's underwater there were separate underwater scenes where he had to wear a wetsuit on top yes. of well underneath the godzilla suit yes. yeah um, cool. and it yeah so he's, he's wearing t- two suits and it said it took a week um to complete the water scenes in this film which is quite a bit and he said he had to work overtime every day as well to get it done so like, <sighs> now was a trooper
3: yeah it, it sounds like he really went through a lot for our yes. entertainment uh, and having worked with him with autograph signings, I mean, he was he he was just just as much of a trooper all the way up to the end. I was I helped him, assisted him at his very last appearance in America before he died, and he was not in good shape, but he stuck it out as much as he could. I mean, we had to tell him to stop a c- couple of times because he was just not. And and in the end, his biggest regret for the weekend was that some fans might have not gotten. To meet him and gotten his autograph. He might have disappointed some people. The man's, you know, f- fighting off pneumonia. And he's his biggest concern is that th- some of the fans might have been disappointed. He was, what, he was an amazing what,
0: man. One what admirable work ethic, though.
3: Yes, which you'll get with most all of the Japanese. Um, you'll find, uh, I'll, I'll find uh, over the years that I've spent working with the Japanese at conventions, we're often the first ones there and the last ones to leave.
0: Right. I think you've stunned everyone to silence with that. (laughs) From the actor for Angarus nearly dying in Raids Again to Nakajima's work ethic. Thank you for sharing that.
4: And now we have to go back to talking about lobsters.
1: Yeah, I suppose we should go back to them. Okay, how about we talk about, because we haven't really mentioned much of Mom in this film, even if she is asleep through most of it, trying to be woken up to go save you know, save the people, but you know, she comes through at the end of the day, she saves everyone from an island that's about to explode from a very, very slow moving um, ticking time bomb thing that seems to be out of reach in every scene, even if their hands go further every time. It keeps dropping. It keeps dropping, but they could reach it every time and then it's his click down and then he's there where it was before. It's great. It's a great underground layer. You no know. one
4: could just get like a wrench and just twist that thing.
1: No, no. I, all, the, I mean, all the metal around. That the thing,
4: yeah. but, you know, oh well. They should no, put yeah. the a skeleton key on it. <laughs>
1: That's, that yeah, one of the, the skeleton key would have reached. Give it a little prod.
4: I feel like Mothra's appearance in this film is one of the reasons why some people get so salty about Mothra getting so much press. Mothra was asleep through most of this film. Mothra showed up at the end, once all the hard work had been done with the giant Lobster, and then proceeded to trash the hero who had just dispatched said Lobster, and then flew off with all the people yep. to get all the glory. Meanwhile, they think Godzilla to get blown to bits. <laughs> Not that he does, mind you, but it's just, Mothra, wow. She's yeah. so amazing.
3: The women Mothra, like Mothra, and they try to increase the demographic by, of the movies by popping her in as much as possible. Yeah,
1: because well, I'm guessing is Moffa, is Yeah, but Mothra couldn't have been in the original script, I'm guessing, with King Kong. No, well, no could I'm have sure. done, but I wouldn't have thought it. So they just tacked that on, no. like I guess. It's, As you say, probably for the demographic, it worked. And yeah,
3: <laughs> oh. it's uh, you know not much different than the giant condor. You just you know. yeah, the giant yeah. condor reminds me of. The the story that Super Aya uh, was asked with uh, Baragon, um, why the, that stupid little pony is in the movie. <laughs> there's a horse, a very bad pantomime horse in, in, in the film. Baragon's ravaging around and there's this little horse in, in, in a little farm. And, and they asked Super why? Why did you put that in? Because it would be fun. And I think it's John yeah. Condor. It'll be fun. Mm. <laughs> it didn't have to make sense. That's fine, yeah. it, was fun. It, was fun.
1: it was fun. It was fun. It was
0: fun, yeah. The whole film is fun though. It's it's a fun film. It's not a particularly good film, but it's a fun film. And on that jolly note, I think it's time for us to kind of wrap things up. We're gonna have a little bit of extra time at the end where we can fire around a couple of ideas, but if nothing else, Joe.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Stopped.
0: sighs> Shall I go first? Yeah, go on. No, no,
4: no? I, thought of, I thought of my thing. No, no, I haven't. I'm still struggling. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> well, okay, given that I've mentioned it so much, if nothing else, I would encourage you to watch Son of Godzilla, because I think that Son of Godzilla... It's a superior film that came out in a similar time similar setting similar kind of childlike tone but a better execution of a film so i would encourage you to watch son of godzilla either in dub or sub it doesn't matter if you've got a young family dub all the way it's on the criterion collection and you should own the criterion collection uk kaiju fans if you don't why paul <laughs>
1: If nothing else, you should check out Godzilla Final Wars and see Ebra in her or his most powerful form because it's such a cool scene where he's going through the power plant, smashing things up, and there's all these explosions. It's like a Michael Bay film. There's explosions everywhere. There's the... the, I think they've got some sort of special gene in them, these super yeah, yeah, yeah. soldiers are yeah. running along the walls and firing bazookas at these super machine guns oh, it's just a fantastic scene I love that so much oh, I, I, know know. Everyone, I know you don't like it but that is
3: fun that it's is one of the fun. better scenes of the film actually
1: okay I'll take um, that
3: well, that's because every other monster gets about a, a 30 to 45 second shot in the film. Yeah. That or at least gets some screen time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it probably does get the most screen time out of all the kaiju, which... More like Hedera, where you blink and it's... Oh, uh. what? <laughs> Why yeah. Hedera was Why? in that film, I don't
0: know, but...
4: We did we did find out that Hedera is actually in the credits. Oh, like, yes, there's the extra things in credits. the credits, because we? we were watching yeah. all the credits when so we all watched it together, and... We are just like, whoa, oh, where did <laughs> the the come from? Like, what? <laughs> we can't have it in the actual film. It's over the
0: credits. Great, great. <laughs> I think um, Final Wars, in terms of quality, works backwards because the opening scene is pretty cool where it goes through the timeline and kind of the, the black and white stock footage of all of the earlier yeah, films. Very that's, cool. that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And then, as daft and overactive as it is, with Don Fry, I think the scene with the Atragon fighting Manda that looks oh, yeah. great. Like it's CGI to hell, but you know it's Manda looked awesome. I was like, "Yay, Manda's in it!" We haven't seen Manda much, and then Ebra looks pretty great. And then you see that monstrosity that's King Caesar, and it's like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm tapping out. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I don't know
3: Final Wars Zebra, and I do I do actually uh, I know where that one is. But...
0: You have a Final Wars Zebra? nice.
1: Yes. So is that, is the design quite different or is it, the, I can't actually remember, I they look now. are they Ooh, the same? Can, can, we, can
3: we compare lobsters? Go on. Yeah, can, can we compare lobsters? Well, if I could find the original one, yes. <laughs> I get the, I uh, find the,
1: I'm just curious now, I mean, because Final Wars, I think it had the bigger budget, so did it look better? Because we argued that Kamonga didn't. It's a little more detailed. Okay. Yeah. A little more stylized. Massized, yeah, like the manga who exactly oh. in the original in Godzilla Son of Godzilla, it's more natural more like the actual creature. Where in Final I'm Wars, they've gone bright and you know, this it's question.
4: It's definitely funky.
0: Aren't lobsters red once they've been cooked? This is a true
4: thing. They're kind of like a most of them, are kind of like a greenish, black, a greenish
0: brown. blue, blue, uh, like a mottly kind of color when they're you know alive, but they're red when they've been boiled. So why (laughs) ever a
1: red? That's an excellent question. Because we will not know the the
4: answer. Lobsters with red? I I think so, uh, so, yeah. Cool lobster fact. Lobsters can be considered biologically immortal. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, supposedly this can be argued because once they reach a certain point, lobster cells don't start degrading. So uh, they just get bigger and bigger. They don't really... Die of natural causes, per se, uh, or
3: natural cause of being
0: changed. Oh. Look it up. It's kind of a cool phenomenon that's being argued, but you know. Yeah. Supposedly, it gets old my X Plus, plus Emperor. Oh, he's, he's back. <laughs> oh. So that
1: doesn't look like a bright red or anything, <containers> is it? It's more of an orange tone. <aoan> this
3: is the X Plus one that I couldn't find earlier. Oh, right. Okay. Found it. That's pretty cool.
0: I still think that you could put that in a fish tank, and someone could be like, "Ah, oh, that's a yeah. that's a nice toy of a of a lobster, and not an X plus figure. Why have you put that in there?" You know. Yeah. Wasn't uh-huh. there a wasn't there a stylized like action pose ever where it's coming out of the water? Have I dreamt that? No, I was,
4: maybe I, you <laughs> haven't dreamt that. I think that was
0: the 25- 25 cent- centimeter scale where it's coming yeah. out of the water like that.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It
3: makes
4: it slightly more than a lobster finger. Yeah. Tim, if nothing else, what would
3: you recommend to our audience? Tonight? Well, you know, with all this discussion of, of Son of Godzilla, Final Wars, um, two movies that I almost equate a little bit, because they both have a lot of fan hatred, uh, Godzilla's Revenge and Final Wars. For me, they're both a lot more palatable if you go into it with the mindset of a 10 year old. Mm. I mean, mean, especially Godzilla's revenge. It's a child's film. So when I actually started hearing about final wars, that's what I thought. I think this is basically, you need to go into it with the mindset of a 10 year old. Mm. And I found final wars much more palatable that way. Um, it's not a great film. Neither is Godzilla's revenge, but, uh, you know what? They're okay. They're okay. Um, What's your favorite Godzilla film? God, that's so hard to say. I mean, the original, obviously the original is, 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 is Jap- the Japanese version of the original is amazing. Um, I have to say, I do watch uh, Monster Zero, Invasion of the Astro Monsters probably uh, yes. more. I mean, Takarata is quite, quite good in that. Um, what do you think of Godzilla
0: vs Megalon?
3: Megalon? You know, there's, I have a funny story about Megalon. Yes. Um, when my kid was young, um, I decided, and I had two VCRs, I decided to take every Godzilla film I had and just edit out all the people part and make a, just a, straw, oh. a a straight film of nothing but Godzilla scenes. Yes. 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 And you know, Megalon <laughs> has more monsters... Screen time than any other Godzilla movie on the planet. Wow, awesome! I just I was like, you know, most of them you're like, okay, fast forward, fast forward. Okay, here's a Godzilla part. Film that, yeah, record that. But I was just constantly having to wait, wait, wait. There's Godzilla. There's monster. Okay, <laughs> stop record, Stop record. This needs to be done
4: again. Like a super cut. Yeah.
3: yeah. So
1: good. Joe, so, <laughs> have you got your if nothing else?
4: Yes, I do. So. I'm gonna go with uh, two uh, recommendations or shout outs if you guys don't mind. So, uh, Joe DeVito's Kong Skull Island, not to be confused with Legendary's Kong Skull Island, Um, he has released a few few new books. So, Joe DeVito, come up on Amazon.com, are totally worth it. They are an authorized uh, extension of Marian C. Cooper's original King Kong, there's nothing crazy, ridiculous about them necessarily, but they are wonderful bits of uh, book, and I highly recommend them. The second thing that I'm going to give a shout out to is go to the Facebook, Instagram, website of the Ray and Diana Harryhausen Foundation. They have just done a top ten ranking of Ray Harryhausen's greatest creations. It was all fan voted. And it's just really fun to watch. They created a little
3: video for it. And I had a great
0: time with it earlier today. So give it a go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Splendid. Well, I think it's time to wrap up, gentlemen. Is there anything else to add?
1: The final thoughts on this would be, we didn't mention that at the end, the island explodes seconds after Godzilla jumps into the water. That's an excellent scene, isn't it? Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's, Mike, it's a Michael Bay scene. It's It's very cool. Yeah. The whole island is rid of explosives From this secret red bamboo That we don't actually know what they're doing on the island We just know how they get on and off of a boat But hey, it explodes, it's cool Just wanted to throw that out there Check it out It's
0: a solid 5 out of 10 It is worth your time It is worth your
1: time, no seriously folks, It is, it's good fun yeah. Just don't go in there expecting something serious Just mm. go in there Have fun
3: I don't know if you guys can see this, but this is how I spent my father's day since I was by myself. Um, Another fan, Stan Hyde, in passing mentioned a mashup between uh, Godzilla and Minya and um, Lone Wolf and Cub. And I came up with...
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) We have a lovely drawing of, is that Godzilla pushing Minya in a pram? Yep. While he's blowing smoke, Oh, yes, yeah, and he's got he's got a
3: samurai sword, yeah. so, and Godzilla's
1: so got a samurai sword. Now that's something
3: I'd like to see. I don't know if you're familiar with Lone Wolf and Cub, but you know, or the Baby Card Assassin, but that's <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that's basically <laughs> what the is based on. So, okay. Well, yeah. I learned something
4: today. Yeah. Hmm. I need to watch that show.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah the, Ma-
0: the Mandalorian's great. I was very happy with it. Yeah. Right, folks, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Thank you very much to our guest, Tim Bean. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep it kaiju.
1: Thanks for joining us at the Curry House today. We hope we've given you enough kaiju goodness to last until next time. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Curry Kaiju. If you want to join us on Facebook, we're at UK Kaiju. And if you want to find out about other shows in the network, please visit heroespodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.